Hey, Burn. What made Matthew McConaughey watch the race this weekend? I have no idea. He wanted to see the cars turn. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let's just start the damn show. Welcome to Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tate, America's favorite NASCAR podcast by NASCAR fans for NASCAR fans. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay. I'm Burn. I'm Big Tay. And we are America's favorite NASCAR podcast, listened to by guys named Jesse who live in Reno. And you know what they say about Reno, don't you there, Big Tay? Uh, no, I don't. What, what do they say? Well, whoever said money can't buy you love has never been to Reno. And boy, those are some words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> Wise words indeed. Yes, they are. Uh, well, hey, welcome to our show, everybody. Uh, this is uh, this is our show where real fans like us give you our real opinions and talk everything NASCAR. So sit back, relax, share a drink, laugh with us, or laugh at us. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, just uh, join us as we take in a look at... Uh, the on-track events the past couple weeks. And there's been quite a bit of them. And uh, there's been a lot to digest to start this season. Hasn't there, Big Tay? It's, hey, we're already two weeks into the season, and, and it's, it's off to a bang. So, yeah, a lot, lot to go over. We just want to say uh, thanks to everyone for listening so far. Uh, I know I, Big Tay and I have just been amazed at how quickly our little NASCAR podcast has spread. And uh, we just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened so far, who's recommended it to friends, who's subscribed and, and reviewed us. And uh, But we need a small favor. Just a small one, nothing too crazy. I need you to hit that subscribe button again. To unsubscribe. I know it sounds strange, it does, but I need you to do that 50 times. So, you know, just subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe 50 times. That way we can show up on some algorithms. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pause and let you do that. So go ahead and start now. All right, good job. Ooh, that was quick. That was, you oh, know, NASCAR quick. That, Man. Yeah, that was. But that's what we expect from the pit crew. Heck yeah! And so we appreciate we appreciate all that. And uh, hey, Big Tay, how do our fans get a hold of us? Well, our pit crew, y'all can reach us on our uh, social media. So on Facebook and Twitter, we're at NASCAR Talking, uh, and also on Instagram, we're Talking NASCAR. So re- reach out to our pages, hit the subscribe, uh, like button, check us out. That's that's where we're at. And it's easy, and that's how the easiest way to get a hold of us and talk to us and join in on the great conversation that we have. Oh, heck yeah. Gotta love NASCAR heck Twitter. yeah, indeed. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say we drop the green flag? I think it's time to drop the green flag. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Green flag, green flag. Go, go, go. All right, and we are off and running, and uh, first things first, we need to talk about the Daytona, Daytona 500. Man. Daytona 500, heck yeah. Man, what a race. I mean, I was just a little bit put off by the nine-plus-hour rain delay, I'm not going to lie, but you want to know what? Rain sucks. I still love uh, I know it. I know it. And uh, how about... Michael McDowell coming away with the checker flag. Michael Mother Effin McDowell. Who would have thunk that? <laughs> Who would have thunk that? And I'm going to go ahead and throw a caution out right now, just like in the just, Daytona 500 like this year. Life. Yep. Right early on, I'm throwing a caution flag because I need to know who is Michael McDowell, where did he come from, and how did he win this race, Big Tay? Caution. Caution. Yellow's out. Yellow's out. 
Well, he's right place, right time. That's that's really the, what it comes down to, you know. Last lap, he was sitting, uh, sitting pretty third place, you know, and and just happened to be there when when Keselowski was. And by the way, Keselowski, he was he was that was going to be a race winning move. Uh, he he was setting himself up that 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 last lap, but uh, good old Joey Logano had to be Joey Logano and and with his with his blocking and. and Pretty much his championship blocking. That's that's exactly what it was. That's his championship caliber blocking by by Joey Logano, and you wouldn't expect anything less from that guy. So. Absolutely not. That's why I had money on him, <laughs> and thanks to Kyle Busch, I got zero dollars. But we'll talk about more with betting with Burn. And don't don't you really wish Kyle you put Bush. money on Michael McDowell? I wonder what the odds are on him. I. I saw some bet slips that had Michael McDowell on them, and uh, let's just say that those people who bet on him had a very happy Daytona 500. Heck of a lot happier than I did with uh, my guys getting taken out on lap 14, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that sucked. Uh, that it did. But uh, So, Big Tay, uh, what were some storylines from that uh, Daytona 500, obviously other than Michael McDowell winning and us losing money. Uh, what what are some other storylines, some stuff that you remember that stuck out well, to you I a mean, little bit? You know, hey, oh, first off, it was, it's, you know, it's the Daytona 500. There's all the hype and and build up for it. And uh, really, you know, the the rain and the, the you know, six plus out, you know, close six hour delay, that really killed it. But, uh, yeah, it re- it's, I know for me it did at, at 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 after those that rain delay it was just and the fact that it just the rain delay happened right after the big pile up there on lap you know, fourteen yeah it was just you like, know, quite frankly I'm I'm surprised they even got it in that same day I was fully expecting them to to end up finishing that you know on Monday which would have been even worse and I I I actually would have rather have seen them go to Monday. That way, it's just, you know, a fresh start almost, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, no, I mean, I, I get it for sure. Uh, but, I mean... <laughs> with, Monday races yeah, suck. Yeah, exactly. Let's not exactly. lie, though. You know, I mean, the, you know, the majority of people, you know, fans out there, you know, they're, you know, even even the casual fans in NASCAR would have lost that. You know, no one's going to tune into a race on Monday. So. Except for schmucks like yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I mean, getting back to some of the storylines besides the you know the, the big downer with the rain. I mean, we had the debut of of the Mike you know Michael Jordan's race team, the twenty three eleven team, and uh, you know what? They were quite surprising. Uh, you know, I, I I was I was Bubba Wallace. He he he. There in uh, in practice and in, in uh, uh, qualifying, and he showed he, that team has some speed. So, they do, and I was very impressed. I mean, they ran in pretty close to the top ten all day oh, long. They were, yeah, they were definitely up there near the top. You know, they were they were in contention without a doubt. Absolutely. And can you imagine Michael Jordan first race if they had won? That would have been wow. He, <laughs> I just could see him in victory lane with one of those big old fat cigars, MJ style in his mouth. Sure. MJ style. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Uh, that would have been something to that see. That would have, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, the tough break for them with that the uh, loose wheel too, uh, kind of late. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Even even then, I mean, you he, know, he showed he still had a strong car because he was pushing towards the end there. Uh, you know, with the, absolutely, he got t- taken out there at the at the end with the freaking Kyle Busch. I was just gonna say Denny Hamlin, his dominance. At Daytona, also stood out to me. Not surprised. So, Not surprised. I mean, he won two stages. Um, didn't bring it home, but I mean, he was right there, you know, all day, easily. You know, probably the best car on on the track. You know, I I think so, absolutely. And it's I I think that's what uh, you know. No, quite frankly. He, no one wanted to work with him at the end because they didn't want him to win again. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty true. It has to be. He, they just. I mean, if you look back at the last couple, I mean, he he was he was trying to be aggressive, but and pulling out a line, but had no help 
None whatsoever. None. And and you need that help at Daytona to win, and and it just wasn't there. So I I I kind of say you know, the the other other drivers that look like you know yeah Denny's had yeah he, he's had his wins. Let's try to get someone else to win this. So, but I mean, yeah, he was absolutely dominating on, on the in the five hundred. And you know, uh, you know, congratulations to Michael McDowell for winning. Um, all across NASCAR, no one had anything bad to say about Michael McDowell. They, everyone, even the guys who were, you know, right there at the end, they were all happy to see him win. I mean, we're talking a guy who had a shot with the big team, lost his ride, has stuck around, which is very difficult to do in NASCAR, in, you know, in the Cup Series. Yep. He stuck around for 15 years and finally won his first race. And that first race just being so the Daytona 500? The Daytona 500. And, you know, that's just it, – it's great for him. It's a great story. It's an underdog story. And It's, it's big for that I team, mean, too. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. you know, uh, front row motorsports, not a big team. Uh, you know, not, not a dom- – you, you, you know, that team, you're not going to hear them every week. You're not going to – you just don't. And – for them to be able to pull this one off, that's huge for them in that organization. So yeah, shout out to, uh, oh, shout out once again to Mike McDowell and, and the front row Morrisburg team. They definitely, uh, definitely deserve it. Absolutely, and it was just you know, it was a sight to see when the race finally ended. Just how happy all the, uh, the everybody on their team was. Just you know, it, it wasn't business as usual per se. Like if you. If a Denny Hamlin would have yeah, won, you know. Yep, 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 that's true. It was evident. So, but uh, well, as we wrap up the Daytona 500, is there any other things you want to add there, Big Tay? You know, it was, as far as Daytona 500s go, this, this definitely wasn't you know one of the most exciting things to races to watch. Uh, unfortunately, obviously with the rain, can't do much about the weather, but um, you know. Hey, that's that's just how Daytona goes, and I, I'm sure, and I, I I'm, I'm I guarantee when you come back when the, when they come back here in the summertime, it's gonna be, it's 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 gonna be just as exciting. So I, I I can't wait till they get back there. Yeah, I agree with you. You know that uh, crash on lap 14 where it took out several big names, where it was just you know all of a sudden you're sitting there for six hours just waiting for the race to resume. And it just zapped all kind of energy as far as, like, excitement-wise yeah. for the race, yep. at least for me. Um, and, and, and like you said, yeah, the last laps were exciting, but they always are at Daytona. You gotta, uh, it, it just sucks. It was, it was I really wish that Vortex, that Vortex theory was a real thing. That would be pretty <laughs> sweet. Yeah, yeah, but hey, it's uh, not much you can do, you know, but... Uh, no, so. no. But, uh, well, what do you say we head now, change gears per se, and uh, talk about the Daytona road course that happened uh, last week? Yeah, you know, I was I was really looking forward to this, too. I mean, there was, uh, we did have the, the clash uh, before, uh, you know, the week before the 500, and... Uh, that being a shorter race, I think that gave us kind of a bit of a preview of what uh, was to come during the road course race. But uh, to no one's surprise, we had the domination of Chase Elliott on the road course. Yeah, he was real dominant, especially early on. You could just tell how that team has road courses he's, figured he's, out. He's dialed in on, on, on these road courses. And you, you don't... You know, it used to be before you, you you didn't see any of the cup drivers this you know uh, you know this good on on a, on a road course and yeah. yeah I mean he was just very dominant I mean at some points I think he was leading by like ten seconds just almost unheard of in in you know these courses and in the in the cup series right now where the the leader is 10 seconds above the second place that's that's uh, that's an eternity in, you know in terms of time on racetrack so yeah that's 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 you know see ya <laughs> pretty much you know yeah 
But uh, I mean, you know, hey, we had yeah, Chase obviously dominated. Uh, Hamlin did win the second stage, so uh, you know, hey, you know that that's that. Then the Hamlin championship caliber team, he's gonna he's gonna find ways to to get points, and and he did prove that by winning the second stage. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, I was surprised to see Denny there, but I'll tell you, he uh, he 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 raced pretty well. And I believe he was one of your picks too, wasn't he? Big That's Day? right. That's right. Got me. A, got finally. I'm I'm on the board. I'm on the board in our fantasy fantasy game. So thank you, Denny Hamlin. <laughs> well, what else happened in this uh, road course race, there, Big Tay? You know, I hate to say it, but you know, there there really wasn't much. You know, the yeah, you, you had uh, you had Elliot dominating and. It looked like, like you said, like we said, it looked like he was just going to run away with it. But uh, towards the end there, uh, had this little mystery caution with about 14 to go. And, and I remember watching this uh, at the time and Twitter, NASCAR Twitter just lit up for this uh, <laughs> mystery caution for, <laughs> well, what, what uh, race control has said was, was rain and moisture on the racetrack. But when you looked at the TV, it really didn't see be much any uh moisture much on the track so little uh controversy you know conspiracy theories going there seeing if uh you know, you know floating around around the interwebs of uh you know nascar just kind of trying to manipulate the end there i don't know but what what do, you, what do you think about that well i love me a good conspiracy <laughs> theory <laughs> so t- take it out what you will but yeah that was just kind of oddly timed yeah yeah i mean i i get that um i was just honestly i i loved just being at a road course the you know the second race of the season being at a road course i thought it was pretty neat i just you know a couple of things that stood out to me were just how often you know jeff gordon and clint boyard talked about locking up the brakes and how you uh wheel hop there's a yeah. lot a lot of that. oh yeah it was and they pointed it out every time it was pretty funny to me did did you and, did, did uh, you see the uh the the clint Boyer, jeff gordon days of thunder uh rental car uh oh yeah oh, that my was pretty, gosh that was pretty funny <laughs> that was great that was great i like that that was funny and true to form, one of them was driving a uh, Ford, and Chevy, and, or uh, Clint Boyer was driving his Ford, yeah. and Jeff Gordon was in his Chevy. <laughs> that was man, that was that was hilarious and well done. So I mean, it's it's it was I mean, true Jeff, to form. Jeff Gordon can be funny. <laughs> he can be exactly, but uh, when it when it comes to him in the booth, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, what, what what do you think about Jeff Gordon in the booth there? Jeff Gordon does not belong in the booth <laughs> for Fox. I'm just, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I really have, you know, gave him the benefit of the doubt last year with everything crazy. I just, he doesn't belong in the booth. I think he's actually, it's not like he doesn't know what he's no, talking he, about. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's a cup champion for sure, but you know, for, for as long as I, I, I you know, since he started, doing these races i would have thought he would have gotten better but he hasn't right and that's the thing you know <laughs> he's just been stagnant and then you know like for someone like clint boyer to come in and be a hundred times better than jeff gordon right away it's like yikes <laughs> if yikes to the jeff gordon fans but you want to know what though that's going to bring us to our facebook poll question of the week and so if you hop over to our Facebook page, you'll see that we'll have this poll question posted. And uh, it would be, if you could replace Jeff Gordon in the booth, who would it be with? And uh, Big Tay, who do you think, who would you replace Jeff yeah, Gordon this, with? That's that's kind of a tough one. I mean, so yeah, I came up with, you know, I grew up in NASCAR with the with the old ESPN crew, you know, had Benny Parsons, Bob Jenkins, Dr. Jerry Punch in the booth. So, you know, those guys are classic. Um, yes, I they mean, are. Uh, and, I mean, there there have been good guys in, in the past. I mean, Kyle Petty, Dale Jarrett come to mind. They're, they're, they're pretty good on TV, you know. Uh, definitely a heck of a lot better than Jeff Gordon. Um, but, you know, on uh, a 
former driver on Twitter I, I follow, uh, and he's pretty active on Twitter during races, is uh, Rick Mast. I Kind of a you know na- name out there, you know, not not really well known, but uh, for for the classic uh, NASCAR fans out there, if you're not following him on Twitter, he's he's definitely worth a follow, and uh, hmm. he's he's got some good uh, you know he throws out some good anecdotes every now and then. So now wh- how would that translate on TV? I don't know, but I mean, hey, hey I probably my, better than yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> and, and you know. I I definitely give him a shout out Discord. How about you? Well, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't go with like the low hanging fruit there of of Dale Earnhardt Jr. I just was assumed that that's who you were gonna go well, with. I mean, he's he's already I mean, on NBC, so you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know, just just a permanent fixture in all the booths, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think but, I think you know, he fits it, at NBC, but yeah. You know, you have you have you know guys like the Jimmy Johnson, the seven time out there. Now I know he just recently retired, but him to come in and you know it would be kind of poetic, so to say, uh, with him coming in and and taking over for Jeff Gordon, kind of like what <laughs> happened at Hendricks. Just like just like in cars, they'll do it in the booth. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right, but. My pick of who I would like to see in the booth is none other than you, Big Tay. I would think that you would be great in the booth, and I think America needs more Big Tay in their lives. You have a hell of a better than And I think that you would just kick some booty up there. You know what? I would love to call a race with, with Clint Boyer. <laughs> I think it would That'd be, be fun. That'd be fun. Clint Boyer, Clint Boyer's awesome. <laughs> I just want to drink drink some nectar of the gods with Clint yeah, don't you? I think he'd be a good don't time. Don't you? you know, he, he's definitely you know he definitely gives that vibe. It's like you know I want to crack a beer open with this guy. You know, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But uh, so back to the road course. <laughs> yeah, we got sidetracked there. That's the great thing about talking NASCAR is you get right. sidetracked left and right. What did you think about that ending, Big Tay? The I'll say the last the last five laps of racing or so, I think that that more than made up for the lack thereof beforehand. Uh, you know, uh, phantom cautions aside, there there was you know there were there were some really there was some really hard racing action, and you had guys you know you know uh, from the caution you had Chase Elliott, you know he had to come fight his way back and he was it looked like he was gonna you know, make his way to the front before he, uh, fortunately spun out. But, uh, I mean, all, all through, all throughout the last five laps, there was racing all over track. And, and like I said, I think that, that more than made it for it, it definitely, uh, provide a exciting finish, uh, with the winner. Um, I'm just happy it wasn't Joey Logano again. You and Joey Logano. Yeah, that guy. Not, 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 not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> yeah, and you know, uh, you know, Christopher Bell was able to get his first win, and that is something that you know we actually talked about. Episode number one was how we were surprised that Eric Jones got replaced in that twenty car by Christopher Bell, Boy. and here we are, week two. And well, Christopher Bell won. Whoever whoever uh, picked him to take that seat, looking like a real genius right now, you know. That's right. Remember, we talked. To, I think the term was like you know the Theo Epsteinish, you know, where they ran numbers and that kind of thing to get Christopher Bell in there. Yeah. All of a sudden, who knows? Do you think he's the real deal though? He's 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 this uh, he's this well, new it's... kid the new kid on the block at Joe Gibbs Racing you know you got these established guys there and he shows up you know second race of the season second race with the team really freaking wins the thing that's that's you know well, that's definitely turning some heads oh for sure and it, you know one thing about Christopher Bell is the fact that you know he like you said he's brand new to the team you know it's race number two. And, you know, the crazy COVID restrictions 
and with lack of practice time and, and things of that nature to where, I mean, you, you got to think that, wow, this, he could actually make some noise this year. Definitely. You know, I mean, I mean, if you look, you look at the first two winners, you know, they you know, they've locked up playoff spots basically too. And, and mm-hmm. that's, you know, that in itself is, is quite an accomplishment. And it's, you know, I, I think we're going to see the implications of that down the road here. Absolutely. Uh, with, with the playoffs. Now, um, for those of you who might not know, uh, NASCAR's playoff system, really quickly, you know, the last 10 races are, are NASCAR's playoffs for the championship. And basically to get in, uh, you, you, you win a race or, or finish in the top, the top 16 in points or you win a race. And these first two guys, they won a race, so they're in. And these are guys we never would have expected to, to be. Right, know. right, exactly. First-time winners, and here they are in the playoffs already. And that's, I mean, awesome for them. And especially because, you know, someone like Michael McDowell is going to be in the playoffs. He's going to be there, which is he's, awesome he's for that team. Exactly, exactly. And it's going to be interesting to watch, uh, you know, not only guys like Christopher Bell – uh, you know, uh, progress and advance their career, but uh, and 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 you know, obviously make the playoffs. But you know, that means that to me, that just means someone's some of the some of these other favorite drivers, they're going to be on the outside looking in. Absolutely, you know, you look at someone like, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Busch. That's exactly you know, who I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, how did I know that? But yeah, someone like Kyle Busch, you know, all of a sudden now the pressure is on them. Yeah, because they have to they have to come out knowing like I have to win races now in order to get into these playoffs because if I don't, I can't just sneak in on points because those spots are taken up by you know your Christopher Bell, your Michael McDowell, and who knows what week 3 is going to bring. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Definitely uh, something we'll be watching. You know, like 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 we mentioned, Chris Bell is a story to watch coming into the season, and uh, for sure, I think he's definitely going to be one. So as we leave our Daytona coverage, Big Tay, what are some some lasting impacts that you can take away from Daytona? As in, this year was we'll celebrate. Uh, or celebrate's a bad word, remember. but you know we recognize, remember, twenty years of, uh, you know, the yep. legacy of what happened to Dale Earnhardt at at the Daytona Five Hundred. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, certainly we'd we'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention Dale, uh, you know, and the two thousand one Daytona Five Hundred uh, and his passing. So, um, you know. During during the Daytona 500, you know there there was a a salute on lap three, and what it is is uh you know NASCAR fans raised three fingers in salute to Dale, uh on lap three. Remain silent. The the, the TV commentators remain silent for that lap as well, and that's that's uh you know that's that's really the sports salute to the man, and right, and you don't you don't see that. You know, in exactly. any other sport. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. And it's, it, it's a, le- it's you know, even other teams, not just you know. It's uh, not just the Richard Childress other, team. It's yeah, everybody. It's, it's every every team on pit road, every fan in the stands. You see that you know they're they're raising, you know, those three fingers, you know, three for Dale. You know, I said it all the time, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, you don't see other sports. I mean, yeah, you do have legends and 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 uh, you know athletes pass away but you know for 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 them to continue remembering a guy like that 20 years after his passing you know that's that that really says something uh you know to to the impact that 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 man has had on on the sport and people in it so um absolutely now you know when 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 Dale passed away you know uh it was hard on everybody and with the uh, recent events uh you know, as recent as last year, you know, with with uh, the tragic uh, uh, death of Kobe Bryant, you know that that really, you know that that took me back to that, you know that that same feeling twenty years ago. Um, you know, 
Kobe's death was all over the news, and even even to the casual fan of of the NBA, you know, you knew who he was, and yep. you know, you, you, and I can I can speak you know to the fact that I wasn't big into NASCAR when in the height of Dale Earnhardt, but I still knew who he was. And same kind of thing, like you just said, like with Kobe Bryant, even fans of of other sports and not necessarily NBA fans, they knew who Kobe Bryant was. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, you know, it's that name. And then, you know, when, when that happened, you know, when that tragic thing like that happens, you know, it, it brings all these eyes to it. And, and it was just, it, I mean, it was unfortunate that it, it at the time of Dale's death, you know, there were, there, there were more. It did bring people to sport, but in the wrong way. You know what I mean? You know, and and since then, you know, uh, like I said, you know, with with the impact he's had uh, you know, on fans, but uh, I think his his lasting impact has been on 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 the safety of the sport. I mean, auto racing, and that's something. Yeah, that's something that you can, you know, see on paper is just the impact that he's had. On the sport, absolutely. As far as safety goes, yeah. No, I mean, it, if you look at the uh, the year before it, uh, his passing in, in two thousand, and I, I I do remember seeing this as well. You know, there there were three NAS there were three fatalities in NASCAR uh, that year. Wow. You know, we had you had uh, Adam Petty, uh, son of Kyle Petty, uh, Grant. You know, yep. Um, you had Kenny Irwin Jr., another up and coming race car driver, and I believe mm-hmm. it was uh, Tony Roper. Uh, was the other truck series driver? So three, you know, just imagine, yeah, imagine that three of your sports athletes, you know, dying in in you know, right. That's that's huge. That's that's mm-hmm. you know one obviously one is is huge. It's one's too much, but you know it it, it took the the death and the events of of Dale at at the Daytona five hundred the sports biggest jewel you know to turn things around and and if you look in the sport in nascar since then no deaths so and you know like some of the things that i can at least remember of them implementing right away after the death of dale earnhardt was was the hans device and the implementation of the safer wall barriers you know just you know a couple of them right away just to you know try to prevent anything like that happening mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and, you know, that's that's just, you know, those were, like you said, those were the immediate uh, responses, you know, to, to that. But, uh, you know, there's there's definitely been advancements in other areas, too. You know, you mentioned the, you mentioned the safer walls, but also, uh, you know, the, the design of the cars. They're, they're a hell of a lot safer, uh, you know, than, than they were 10 years or 20 years ago, you know, when that happened. I mean, the the uh, the evidence of that is is the crash at uh, you know with with Newman last year and and yep even this year with Brad Keselowski's crash you know that was this, you know remember seeing the the fireball on that last lap oh absolutely and you know like just offhand I just remember several super speedway races of Carl Edwards flying everywhere you know Him car upside the air. down yeah yeah and and you know what he walked away from all of them yep and that's I mean that's something to say you know, to Dale Earnhardt's legacy. Yeah, you know, so many, so many drivers, uh, definitely, uh, you know, owe owe their, you know, in more than one sense, oh, you know, owe where they're at in the sport to him. You know, not only you know with, with Earnhardt being the name that he was and and the the talented and and dominant driver that he was, but also, you know, it, it, in in the, the the safety aspects that that have been advanced since his passing so uh, yeah no it's it's uh definitely you know like we said uh you know Dale had such an impact and you know it's like no no nothing other nothing we've ever seen and it's just uh just amazes me that we're continue to come back to this track and race at this track that uh you know where we're a, a Unfortunate trades like that, like that took place, and you know, we, you know, hey, NASCAR, NASCAR auto racing, in general, is an inherent dangerous sport. But mm-hmm. 
we're we're still we're still tuning in and watching it. So there we are. Well, uh, Big Tay, why don't you give a, a big three for Dale for everybody? Three for Dale. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Well, now as we uh, start looking ahead to next week's race, as we stay in Florida and uh, and look at Homestead. Homestead is the next race course. Um, Big Tay, who won last year at Homestead? Well, the 2020, was it the, so the, the last, last year's race at Homestead was the 20, the Dixie Vodka 400. Uh, and that defending race winner is Denny Hamlin. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. So this was, this was, uh, last year's race was rescheduled to June during the pandemic. Um, and uh, you know this this came right at the time when it was the uh, the Hamlin and Harvick show, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I I will say uh, you know uh, Hamlin definitely has to be a favorite kind of going into this, but uh, kind of looking back at some of the uh, results uh, from last year, this was a, a good track for Christopher Bell. And had had he not won uh, on the road course this past week, I would have I would have picked this uh, this this. Homestead for him to be his, his breakout track. Interesting. I just uh, I remember it being delayed. I remember watching that race and it being delayed into the night. Good old and Florida then rain. I had to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to add to uh, our preview of the Homestead? Uh, you know what? Hey, let's let's get a quick rundown of the uh, the top ten from last year. How about that? From, from Sounds good. So, yeah, like I said, we had Hamlin. Hamlin. That way we can help our 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 fellow pickers make their picks. Yep, yep, that's what we're here for. So, which you can do on our Facebook page. So top tens, top ten rundowns like this: Hamlin, defending race winner, second place Chase Elliott, third place Ryan Blaney, fourth place Tyler Reddick, fifth Eric Almarona, Almarola, sorry, uh, Kyle Busch in sixth, Austin Dillon in seventh. Christopher Bell eighth, William Byron ninth, and Brad K rounds out the top ten. Nice, nice, interesting names there. I'm sure you'll hear some of them later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to Vegas. Uh, the 2020 Vegas race was uh, pre-pandemic, um, so. Luckily, you know, it was one of the last races, I, I want to say, pretty close to the last race. It was race. the second to the last race before yeah. before, before everything got thrown yep. haywire. And who won that race, Big Tay? Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, driver number 22, Joey Logano, 2020 Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your favorite driver ever, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and how many years has Joey Logano won in Vegas? You know, this, he he was the second year second last year was his second year in a row winning it. So he's mm-hmm. he's gonna go. He's going for a three peat at uh, Vegas coming coming uh, in a couple weeks here. And uh, are there any other race notes f- uh, about that Vegas uh, race last year? You know, from from what I remember that race, I I do remember Chase Elliott being a dominant force in that, and I I from our when I I do remember from our fantasy uh, games last year, he was he was definitely my pick to win it, but uh, unfortunately wasn't able to do that. Thanks to Mister Joey Logano. So we're gonna round out uh, our our Vegas recap here, going running down our the top ten from Vegas of last year. So we've got Joey Logano, ooh, defending race winner. Second place, Matt Benedetto. Followed hmm. by Ricky Stenhouse, Austin Dillon, uh, and your boy JJ rounded out the top five. Uh, One of the place, hard to come by top fives for Jimmy Johnson hey, the yeah. last couple of years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, sixth place, had Bubba Wallace. Seventh, Brad K. Eighth place, Kevin Harvick. Ninth place, Kyle Larson. Ty Dillon will round out your top ten from Vegas last year. All right. 
I'm sure you'll hear some of those names again, too. Yep. Well, now we're going to move into America's second favorite segment on Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay, and that is Betting with Burn, where we talk about how terrible I am at betting and how I'm going to lose all my money, because so far, that's happened. How much have you lost, Burn? Uh, My wife listens to this podcast, so I can't really say. (laughs) All right, all right. Okay, okay. So... uh. The easiest way to look up our Betting with Burn stats and how I'm doing is on our Facebook page where you can see who my picks are and how I did. And hold me accountable and make fun of me on it because it's pretty easy to do because I haven't won. Um, so this week the, for the Homestead race, your favorite to win right now is Kevin Harvick followed at plus 450, followed by Denny Hamlin at plus 500. Martin Truex Jr. is plus 650. Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott are plus 800. Kyle Larson plus 900. So, I mean, that's really what you were looking for. Who I'm going to throw money on is somebody that you mentioned a little bit earlier. Tyler Reddick at plus 2200. I think Tyler... He had a good race last year in Vegas, and I think that's a steal right there at 2200 Kyle Larson is another another name to keep your eye on. Um, I know his line has moved from plus 1,000 to plus uh, 900, so, which means a lot of money's going towards him. So I may throw a few dollars on Kyle Larson too, but... Uh, think Tyler Reddick for a long shot to uh, to win me it's some money finally. It's a hell of a long shot. Okay, okay. I I like I like Larson. You know, I I, I think uh, this track suits Larson, and he he he'd probably be the guy. I'd put. This is definitely one that favors him. I, I remember going to the uh, to the uh, was the Bush Series Xfinity now. Uh, series race and watching him at that track and and he was just flying yeah i just uh well hopefully because if you know even at plus 900 i still win some money (laughs) that is until kyle bush takes him out and if kyle bush takes out one more of my drivers i swear i'm gonna start betting on kyle bush because then what is he gonna do i'm sure it will create like this black hole and just end humanity Uh, if i bet on kyle bush Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Big Tay. It's time to make our picks for the Homestead and the Vegas course. So I'm going to go ahead and kick things off with my first pick for the Homestead race course. And I'm going to pick some guy who we just mentioned. I think I'm going to go with Kyle Bush. Boy, Kyle Bush, huh? Yeah. He's going he's, he's to he's avoid the, the slump early on here. Well, I'm not thrilled about my pick. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm not ready to put money on them yet. So maybe if I put like pride on the line, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe you won't take them. You know, takes somebody else out. So, yeah. yep, Kyle Bush. All right, uh, my first pick. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Chase Elliott. He's at he's at a strong two weeks. I think he carries that momentum uh, here into into Homestead. I like I like his chances and 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 he's uh he's been uh, you know he's 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 showing he's at that championship form so yeah he's had chase. a really really strong first two weeks of the season and you know it's one of those things where we were wondering how he was going to start out this season after winning the championship last season and he's looked every bit as a, of a champion that's for that's for sure so my second pick. Kevin Harvick. I think Kevin Harvick, he's a money line favorite right now, uh, betting-wise. But I think uh, Kevin Harvick's going to come in and, and has a really decent shot at getting a, getting a dub. That's a strong pick. I, I, you know, I, I don't disagree with it at all. I think he's going he's gonna to have a good showing. Uh, my second pick, I'm going, I'm going Ryan Blaney. 
<laughs> I thought you would be going Ryan Blaney, you going through Blaney withdrawals. We haven't talked about him much exactly. here lately. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> barely makes it through lap fourteen. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. got to bounce back. Need a bounce back week here for, for my boy Ryan Blaney. So for my third pick, I'm going with a guy we've already talked about, who we're going to be betting on, and that's Kyle Larson. For every reason that you mentioned earlier, he this course seems to be just ready for him to blast off. So I'm going with Kyle Larson on my third pick. Ditto here. You know, this definitely this track is definitely in his wheelhouse. So uh, yep, I'm, I'm fully expecting him to to be at the top five, if not uh, higher. All right. Well, who do you have for your Vegas first pick there, Big Tay? Joy Logano, that's <laughs> uh, you know, I, I have a bad habit of picking him here at this track. Uh, hometown kid, I, I'm, I'm going Kyle Bush, <laughs> Vegas. I figured that as soon as you said hometown kid, I was like, yeah. oh, it's Kyle. Yeah, well, with my first pick, I'm going. Brad Keselowski. Yeah. He had a strong run last year. I think he uh be able to pull it out. You know, I liked his little posts that he talked about going into the 500 and how then how disappointed he was. And you hope that that fire and that drive will, will lead him to victory there in Vegas. I think it will. He's he, Brad K has been, he's, he's been, he's been strong at this track before. So, Got that, uh, got the, the, the Penske resources behind him, so yeah, it's, it's just a good pick. Uh, you know, for my second pick, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the guy who who led the most laps last year, uh, Kevin Harvick. Strong this pick. This is a this is a, another another track that's in Harvick's wheelhouse. Uh, I think he's gonna we're gonna have a strong showing. He's been. He's been kind of you know waiting in the weeds these you know the first two weeks here at Daytona, so I think uh, this uh, he's he's primed to make a, a strong uh, uh, showing here at, uh, at Vegas. My second pick is the two-time winner of this race, Big Tay's favorite driver ever, Joey Logano. I mean, you can't you can't pick against him at this point. You got to beat him to pick against him. <laughs> So, I uh, I'm going with Joey Logano, my my second pick. Uh, I guess that brings us to our our dark horse, huh? Uh, yep. Dark horse pick. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with the other other Vegas uh, guy, fellow Cub fan too, by the way, Kurt Busch. Yeah, he is a in you know he actually was uh, leading there at the road course in Daytona until he forgot how to drive. My dark horse third pick is a guy who is filling in for the guy who had a top five finish, and that is Alex Bowman. I think Alex Bowman could uh, have a pretty decent run here in Vegas this year. You know, it, it, it'd be good to see the uh, the 48 car up front. So. Right. Again, that's a little bit picking with the heart a little bit, but you know what? It's It's okay. It's doable. It's doable. Well, now is time for America's favorite segment. I mean, it's un, hands down everyone's favorite segment. And we appreciate everyone's feedback letting us know that. And that is Big Tay's crazy NASCAR fact. Now, Big Tay, you owe us two. I owe you two. I owe you two. That, that's true. So, all right. So, first, uh, first NASCAR fact is... And now, now these these are I, my my facts here. They're related to our our uh, our first time winners here to start off the season. So, first one uh, is uh, that this is the third time in NASCAR history that the first two races of the season have been won by two first time race winners. Wow! And that uh, the first two times that happened was really in the infancy of its of the sport back in I believe it was. Uh, forty nine and fifty for the first two times. So, uh, so the start of this year has been historical, is what you're saying. 
that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And I think we're gonna, you know, we're in store for for more history to be made this this year. Awesome. What's that second fact there, Big Tay? Second, my second NASCAR fact, and this is this was kind of an oddity when I found this out, but uh, quite interesting. And this this has to do with uh, Christopher Bell, the uh, first time winner uh, here at the road course. But uh, Christopher Bell has won the second race in his second full year of competing in all three of the NASCAR national uh, levels. So his second year, his second race of his second year competing in truck, he won. Second full year competing uh, in Xfinity in his second race, he won. And as we saw this past weekend uh, here in the Cup Series, this is his second full year racing. And in the second race of the season, the dude won. Now, Big Tay, I'm not going to be too hard on you, but this is the kind of information I need to place money on him. My, so, my, my mistake. <laughs> that's a heck of a that's uh, that is a heck of a stat though. That is a crazy NASCAR fact for sure. Deuce is, Deuce is wild for Christopher Bell. That's right. So we'll we'll have to keep that in mind here as as we uh, keep an eye on him in the future. No, he didn't. He hasn't won like the third race of his third year or anything crazy like that, has he? No, no, <laughs> no. All right. Well, with that, we want to thank everyone for joining us in this adventure, and thank you for listening. Remember to rate and review uh, on however you're getting your podcast. We are available on all the major podcast uh, networks. And uh, also uh, make sure to check out our social media pages for updates, for betting with Burn, for making your picks. Got anything else there, Big Tay? Uh, you know what? Hey, all, all our faithful listeners out there shoot us the message shoot us the question on our socials yeah uh, tell us where you're listening from who yeah, your favorite driver yeah. is you know we'd love to hear from you yeah reach out to us yeah you know, if there's something uh, if you have any questions for me or burn or uh uh anything uh, you might want to hear uh, on, on the show in the future uh you know just reach out to us we'd love to hear from you absolutely and uh episode four will be released the week of phoenix and uh, we'll have fun then too so from here on out enjoy the races everybody until then yeah we'll see everybody 